Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today is Chris Rosini, our co-host. Chris, welcome to the program. Great to be with you, Dr. Paul. Very good. Chris, uh, you and I have talked about uh, what our subject should, will be today, and it has to do with an article written by one of our staff people, Adam Dick, and is up on the RPI site. And he goes into uh, uh, some of the dangers. We've talked about this, uh, Daniel and I certainly have, and you and I have too, the dangers of this passport thing, you know, the mess of it, especially the vaccine passport, such a distortion of medical care and civil liberties. It's just a horror. And he points that out, and his main theme of his article was that, uh, you know, it's, it's a vaccine passport, and there are some very shortcomings, but the biggest one is it will morph into something else, and it'll be a vaccine that uh, is, is the uh, universal passport. And that's what we want to talk about today, the, the potential uh, dangers of that, and I think we already see that happening. Uh, one of the most disturb disturbing things that uh, I've had to watch and see is when there's when there's an argument or a concern about this, uh, the administration and the CDC are getting tremendous support from the big big business and corporations. And it seems like they're always uh, already using it as a tool. Maybe they're succumbing to pressure from the government because the governments have a lot of control over social media. And sometimes people in social media or the banking system or whatever are sympathetic to what they're trying to do. And they're sympathetic uh, to one world government and they sort of go along with it but uh, from the very beginning I think uh, most libertarians have been very very leery of this and it's getting uh, worse in some regards uh, but Chris I have to admit I keep my fingers crossed and I'm always looking for you know a better outcome and uh, even though the government's becoming more determined it's becoming international and uh, yet at the same time we're seeing that the resistance is building so if we don't do anything else other than give the people who tend to want to resist and think they should resist and they need some ammunition to resist some of this uh, authoritarianism that is growing along with growing around the uh, uh, universal passport the uh, vaccine passport so uh, that is our goal today so Chris uh, let me have a couple words for you about vaccine passports yes thank you dr. Paul and I do recommend everyone um, Adam is a great writer on the Ron Paul Institute website. He writes a couple times a week, and he, he always comes through. So I recommend everybody read him. Uh, in this article that we're referencing, uh, you know, what he's getting across is that everyone should be against vaccine passports, even if you got the shots, uh, you know, the first two shots. Uh, because the tendency, it, if you do get those two shots, is, oh, I don't have to worry about it. Let the unvaccinated worry about this system. No, 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 you're not off the hook at all. At any time, you could be quote unquote downgraded to being unvaccinated again, even though you got the shots. And we're starting to see it in Israel. Uh, you know, they had, it's one of the most vaccinated countries in the world. They had two shots, uh, but it's for their passport, the green pass. But now it turns out you need three. And the ones that got two shots, you're gonna have restrictions on you. So <clears throat> this, is a, this is the way it would go. This is a very good snapshot of what can happen around the world. And what if you, you know, you're fine with the first two shots or no side effects, no one was harmed. But what if you don't want the third or the fourth or the fifth? What if it, the third one harms you or your loved one or a child? 
uh, are you going to be excited to go get the fourth or the fifth? I mean, this this could turn into living in a constant state of fear and, you know, for who knows what. So no matter your opinion on the vaccine itself, you should be totally against the passports. You know, you used the right word there, the, the fear factor, and that's how governments achieve so much of, the, of what they want to, whether it's fear of a foreign enemy and the reason why we have the military industrial complex spending trillions and trillions of no-win wars and, and uh, fighting wars for 20 years, then not knowing why we, were, we went in. At, at the same time, uh, the, the, uh, the, whole, the whole thing is, is fear has to drive this, uh, all this effort and, uh, and the problems we've had the last year and a half, the, the lockdown. It's never happened before in our history, maybe in the world, on what happened with this <clears throat> worldwide lockdown. And it's very, very damaging to the economy. And right now it's turning out that there's a lot of false, uh, uh, you know, science involved in this. And of course the argument is uh, <coughs> who conveys, you know, the, uh, the, the right kind of science. And uh, I think it should be debated uh, among scientists uh, and the medical profession. And that's not what's happened. It's the politicians. It's a, an argument between CDC and the FDC and the FDA and arguing who should decide when the next v vaccine should come. So this, this is just, uh, you know, it makes no sense whatsoever. And, and the doctors generally making the most major decisions in the administration or the doctors representing that position where the physicians that would agree with us and we agree with them, they're not called on in the major media to, uh, to discuss this issue. And, uh, but the ones that are on major media, uh, it's, it's been pointed out, Essentially, none of them ever treated a patient, and the people who are offering uh, early care, uh, outpatient care, and it's been even the CDC is now starting to agree that a lot of people would be kept out of the hospital and wouldn't need the hospital if you get early treatment, which involves the controversial things like our president took and did quite well with it. So it, that, that mess uh, we've uh, gone over many times. But, but right now it's interesting that uh, the CDC and the FDA are, are in, in, in disagreement on exactly what to do. But the other variable in here that makes it very difficult. Let's say you're endorsing the principle of here and you want it to work and you want to understand it. it, it just, think of the, just think of the testing that has gone on for a year and a half. Millions, if not billions of tests and all the problems with it. You know, we, we see in Japan right now the, the tests are being spoiled and wasted and sitting on a shelf. And uh, it, it, is, it is something that people, people can't decide. The, the vaccine uh, itself is questionable. The testing has been questionable, let alone the principle you pointed out, uh, uh, Chris, that uh, Adam indicated as we agree, that uh, this should be a, a non-medical mandate. You know, people should be, have the right to decide what goes into their body and decide what kind of medical care that they want. So you have these variables on the testing and on the vaccines, and uh, all of a sudden now there's people who, uh, you know, really want to move this along, an international effort. I see, I see uh, a sinister element out there where this is not just medical care. What, what, if, what if it turns out in a year that uh, more and more people agree, hey, you know, this is just not quite the way they painted it as being the most uh, dangerous medical uh, disease ever uh, 
ever to for us to experience and uh, if that is if that is the case uh, people will say well uh, now what uh, maybe by then the uh, vaccine the vaccine passport might be one in place uh, you know all in place and the the science the, the so-called science and the and the vaccinations and all the medical controversy uh, on the drugs and the vaccines it, what, if, what if that becomes a non-issue but even under those circumstances, do you think they're going to immediately get rid of the passport if they have achieved what they want and they really want a lot of control with the people? Yes, and uh, if they get that control of restricting movement, you know, right now it's for a vaccine, but there's no stopping uh, for anything else that the government wouldn't like. Uh, that could have nothing to do with health whatsoever. I mean, you look at China and their social credit scores. That's all those, you know, uh, restrictions that they have is a lot of it has nothing to do with health whatsoever. So it's the leverage of being able to stop you from going here, going there, being able to do things that they want. And it could be for, let's say you take a political position that is different than the regime in power. Well, that's it. You're cut off. Now, the tendency would be think, well, this will apply to, to, the, uh, to the other people too. Well, they don't care. People that have a, an authoritarian mindset, we could see with the COVID, they will wear masks and endure lockdowns and social distancing, even if it doesn't work, as long as you have to do it too. It's a very interesting mindset, but that's the way it is. As long as you have to do it, that's what satisfies them. They'll put up with putting a mask on themselves, even if it doesn't work. So what the, the positive is we're seeing massive, massive resistance, maybe not in the mainstream media, but it's on social media and people are talking to these vaccine passports all over the world. And this is all very good. There is much life left <laughs> in this world. I always find it fascinating that uh, our side of the argument, uh, we do it on our own program and others who uh, are in agreement uh, do it uh, as well. And they will cite the CDC for the evidence that supports our position because Fauci's been all over the place. You can find out where he has said this and this and this is very supportive. But the next day, of course, it might change. And uh, the, the more we move into the mainstream media uh, coming over to our side and actually allowing some of these messages and some of the evidence uh, to come out. Because here today, Lou Rockwell had on his site an article that I thought the headline was catchy. Harvard epidemiologist, the case for vaccine passport was demolished. And what he's referring to and others have uh, referred to is uh, the fact that if you compare the protection from natural immunity where somebody's had an infection uh, versus the vaccines, there is no contest at all. I mean, it's huge uh, the amount of protection you get from natural immunity. And here, you know, CDC and some of these other people, they don't even want you. You might, you might even be canceled if you argue that natural immunity is a good thing. We should be talking about it scientific. And, uh, but now when you see this coming out of Harvard and other places, and there's a lot of physicians out there, you know, uh, especially the organization AAPS, uh, 
very good on this, and they've been around a long time, always uh, pushing for, uh, you, you know, the libertarian message in medicine and not the government position on medicine. So they're out there, but I think they're coming up. But also, I think the article that Adam wrote is very appropriate and an appropriate warning because we don't know exactly, you know, what, what's going to happen. And because it, we might be able to find six things here that will support our position that uh, there's so much evidence uh, that the vaccine doesn't work and all this, but uh, you can find a lot more uh, and it will be in the area of propaganda. And that's one thing we have to realize is how do they get people to do this? Uh, you know, how do we get people? Because I think they're, I, I run into people, they question it, but they don't want to fight it. I have to go to work. I have my job, you know, and all this to deal with. And they just want to, to, to avoid, avoid the conflict. But it is, it is something that uh, people realize that uh, it, it is controversial and uh, yet there's capitulation too. I think the average person, even though there's a tremendous number out there that we haven't heard from yet that are agreeing. And I think every day there are more and more people agreeing with this. But then we have this uh, in intimidation and fear that the government and uh, even the uh, financial system puts on, uh, you, you know, the business community. There's way, way too much uh, cooperation between government and, and the corporate world because corporatism leads to a fascist type of system. And uh, why they have done that, I think uh, they're just, in, in many ways, uh, Many of them are in bed with the government on this uh, plan to have one one world government, a new world order, and they don't like the order that we have now. And this is one way. If if you if that is the case, uh, well, why wouldn't this universal passport work? Because I don't think this passport uh, and the vaccine efforts is is just uh, uh, we're just not doing it for us. This is worldwide and the intimidation. And it's uh, it's so surprising that you take a country like. Like uh, Israel, and they're so adamant about it, and there's proof that uh, their their argument doesn't that it, it doesn't hold water uh, that uh, you aren't safer by having vaccines. And so medically, there's a lot of question, and all we ask for, and all I ask for, is for a discussion because I happen to believe in vaccines, but I think this patient is the most important and they can get information. There's nothing that says that because you turn these very, very important decisions over to a government body, that they're gonna be wiser than those individuals that don't have a PhD in science that I can make. Believe me, they can make the decision and that's the real problem. And when the government makes these very important decisions, it's for a large amount of people not just the individual. So if an individual or family makes a mistake on, uh, on health habits, uh, yes, there may be consequences, but it's nothing like when uh, you have the uh, mistakes made by government. And that's why I think it's very safe politically and, and, uh, and theoretically and, and, and as far as uh, uh, the freedom movement goes. It's play, things like it's the CDC, uh, they, they can just go away. It's not going to happen. It's not going to be worse. And I believe it could be a lot better. So I have a lot of confidence in free people and people saying, Ron, you're just naive. But uh, the historic record shows that the freer a people are, the more prosperous they are and the healthier they are. Yes, excellent, Dr. Paul. I will finish up now. 
trying to remain positive too. I'll start by saying, you know, that power is wielded by people and people tend to take the path of least resistance. And that surely applies to people in power because they are a tiny, tiny minority who attempt to bully the vast majority of the people. Now they will only attempt something if they think that they can get away with it. Otherwise they won't. So for example, um, you know, every tyranny would love to have an unarmed population. You could just roll right over them if they're unarmed. Well, in America, fortunately, there are hundreds and hundreds of millions of armed, uh, you know, arms out there that people can defend themselves. So they don't even try to confiscate them because there's just no chance of succeeding and they know it. Now, with this worldwide vaccine and, and passport system, they obviously think that they have a chance Otherwise, they wouldn't do it. And the good news or great news is that there is massive resistance all over the world, even though we don't really see uh, here in the United States all the protests around the world. They are huge. And another positive is they can't possibly think of everything. They can't know every single individual reaction to the tyranny that they're trying to oppose. Because in order to think of everything, you have to know everything, and they do not know everything. That is for sure. So the future is unwritten. We are going to remain optimistic no matter how dark it gets because liberty is not only possible, it would be a huge breath of fresh air after these last couple of difficult years. And all we have to do is just say no to the tyranny and yes to freedom. Thank you very much, uh, Chris. Uh, I want to talk just a minute or two about the passport principle in general. There have been times when passports were less important and visas were less important, but that's not today. And world travels would be very difficult if you couldn't have a passport and, uh, and get visas, and it becomes a little bit orderly. But this is not what we're talking about. We're not saying that type of passport is just as evil as the medical uh, passport. And I think that, see, this passport we're concerned about, the vaccine passport, is to control people from traveling. And uh, and it's it's to diminish it and tell you where you can go and what you can do. And it's the domestic passport that's so so evil. You can't even go into a store unless the uh, unless the owner of the store, see the the owners of these business establishments, go along with the government. And they become the enforcers. They say, oh, you can't come in here without your passport. That is so much different. The international passport. And as I traveled uh, around the world with a passport, I could understand what is happening. But this is doing exactly the opposite. That permitted me to go. It was an enhancer. And the passports here are the ones that are universally trying to control us and bring together government and big business and banking. And really, they can't do any of that without an attack on personal liberty. It may sound, oh, that's not difficult. It's for safety. It's for health reasons. They'll always start off with health reasons. Right now, they're losing the health, the healthy uh, explanation that this is good for health because these vaccines are so perfect when they decide holy man it is so much safer to have natural immunity than than you have for uh, the vaccine and it's also admitted by CDC that you know outpatient medical care uh, has not can and has shown that a lot less people have to go into the hospital and uh, that that is a major event and these are medications that have been taken 
off the shelf by you know by the government and they weren't very expensive you, you know the ivermectin and the uh, chloroquine these these are all they're not expensive and there's been experience with it but but no that should be left alone people should be allowed to use it and find the advisor that you trust and quite frankly i think you have to be questioning at times when the cdc can't even <coughs> deal with the fda and they're arguing over what to do when you're going to get your next jab whether it's going to be three four or ten uh, i don't know why anybody would want to trust those, that group of political people who never took care of patients so I think there's a lot to be learned, and I think there's a learning going on here. I, I see a movement in our direction, um, not so much that we've been brilliant in taking, send, sending out our message, as well as becoming evident how weak the opposition uh, is on trying to say, this is necessary, you have to do this. We need, we need uh, more Bill Gates's of the, of the world. We need more Dr. Fauci's to tell us what to do so we're safe and healthy. Well. That's not my system. I've always said that if tomorrow, if we could get all our freedom back, and, and I personally can speak for myself, if I would be poorer for it, I would still opt for more freedom because, if, you know, for, for various reasons. But the wonderful thing is if you opt for freedom, there will be more prosperity and more peace. And how can we lose that argument? We should not lose that argument. We need to learn how to present that case so people will come in the direction of believing sincerely that the founders were on the right track and looking to enhance personal liberty and to diminish the power of government. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today to the Liberty Report. Please come back soon.